Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Elle, and I am the host of the podcast Your Hamster. In this podcast, we discuss everything you need to know about hamsters, from cages to bedding to treats and toys, taming, and so, so much more. Whether you're a first-time hamster owner, a previous hamster owner, a future hamster owner, or a current hamster owner, or you just want to keep up to date on your pet care, welcome and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Okay, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about bedding, nesting, and substrates. So the first thing I'm going to be talking about is hay. So hamsters don't necessarily need hay in their enclosure. Especially if you're doing this on a budget, hay should be your last priority. Lots of hamster cages don't even have hay in them. Um, but I like to add hay in my hamster cage because it gives my hamster a different substrate to burrow in and it also gives them new things to explore and things to bring back to their nest to make it cozy. So when using hay, I like to use Timothy hay because Timothy hay is very soft and your hamster will not be poked in the eye with it and get an eye injury. So what I use, the brand, the specific brand of hay I use for my hamster is the KT brand. Um, I use the rabbit, guinea pig, and other small animals, KT hay. Um, I have a pretty large bag of it, and um, if you are getting any kind of substrate, I would recommend um, getting a subscription for it. So if you're on Amazon, you can get subscriptions for things like bedding and hay and sand. So I like to get subscriptions so that once I run out, I know that I'm going to get more. So the second substrate that I like to use with my hamsters is the Carefresh bedding, the Carefresh small pet bedding. This is for rabbits, guinea pigs, and hamsters. Um, I use the natural color, and this is really great because it is very absorbent. The only thing I don't like about this is I'm pretty sure you can get a subscription, but one subscription is four small bags of it, and I would really rather get one big bag because it's just kind of wasteful for plastic because in each order you get four small bags you can't just get one small bag so i really think that they should start making larger bags so we can save the environment and give our hamsters happy healthy lives okay so the second type of bedding that i use is this big white bag of bedding. I'm not actually exactly sure what the brand is, but it's just torn up paper-based white tissue bedding. Now, I love paper-based bedding so much because there is no risk. So, um, 
the Carefresh was also paper-based bedding. Um, I only use paper-based bedding because there's no risk of your hamster getting scratched, poked, or scraped in the mouth while they're pouching the bedding. So I really like to use paper-based bedding. Now, you can even make your own paper-based bedding. So how you can do this is if you have a paper shredder, shred a bunch of paper. Make sure that this is plain white paper though and no paper with ink on it. If you don't have a paper shredder, I'll show you a different way that you can do it or tell you because it's an audio show. But basically, you're going to want to shred the paper in your paper shredder and after you do that, you're going to want to get a strainer. A strainer bowl is more preferable because it's a bigger dish and you can make more of the bedding at once. Now, you're going to want to put your all your dry paper shreds in the bowl and then rinse it under the sink. Let it sit for about five minutes and then go in with your hands and crush it all up and squeeze all the water out of the bedding. Now you're going to get these little wet clumps. Lay them out on a baking sheet and let them sit in the sun for a few days until the bedding is dry. Then the bedding is ready to use. So that's a great way of making pelleted bedding. If you don't have a paper shredder, you can also do this. Take a bunch of pieces of blank paper with no ink and crumple them up. Then put them in a pillow sheet and stick them in the washer with no soap. After they're done going through that one cycle, you can plop them in the dryer and you'll have nice bedding when you take it out. And then I have a third way of making bedding. All you need to do is get some toilet tissue or um, napkins and then you can just shred it up and put it in your hamster's cage. If you want to have some toilet tissue in the cage but you also have regular bedding, you can plop toilet tissue in the bed in the cage as well. Your hamster will most likely take this to their nest to have some more of a soft um, substrate to lie on when they're burrowing and um, in their nest. So let's talk about unsafe bedding. So there are three kinds of unsafe bedding that I know of. The first kind is asp um, sorry, the first kind is cedar shavings. Cedar shavings has a chemical in them that protects the tree. This is good for the tree but not for your hamsters. People who work with um, cedar wood often wear masks so they don't breathe in the chemicals. And think about this. These people who are wearing masks are only around them for a few hours, as opposed to your hamster who does not wear a woodworking mask and is living on this substrate. It's the same thing with pine, so you never want to give your hamster pine or cedar bedding. And the last kind of unsafe bedding slash nesting is cotton nesting. Cotton nesting was big a few years ago and everybody was using it, but it is not safe for your hamster. If you have cats or dogs, you know to keep string and string toys away from them because if they ingest it, it can clog up their intestines, which is not good because this can lead to death. And there have been many, many deaths of hamsters um, by ingesting the 
um, cotton nesting. Now, hamsters will put any kind of nesting in their mouth. This doesn't mean that they're eating the nesting though. Typically, when they put the nesting in their mouth, it means that they are pouching it for later. So they'll put it in their mouth and bring it back to their nest so that they can have a more cozy nest. Now, by doing this with the cotton nesting, one, they could get blockages, and two, it could get wrapped around their teeth. This can prevent their them from eating or gnawing on their chew toys, which can um, lead their teeth to grow very long. If their teeth do grow very long, this is bad because this can cause death, because then they can't eat. Now, the third thing that can happen to your hamster with cotton nesting is it can get wrapped around their teeny little limbs. If it does get wrapped around their small limbs, it can cut off blood circulation and they can lose function in their limbs, which is not good. Hey podcast listeners, it's me, Elle, and I've signed up for sponsors. So, um, there may or may not be a little sponsored segment. If there is, enjoy it. If not, we'll be back after the break. Okay, we're back from the little break, and now I'm going to give you a few tips and tell you about a few more substrates that you can use. So my first tip for you is when you first get your bedding, put it in a large chest freezer overnight. So you can do this if you have a large chest freezer. If not, just make sure to dig through your bedding to make sure there's no bugs because sometimes bugs do get into bedding. This is understandable because when they're getting packed up and shipped, they can't control every single bug that wants to go into the bedding. So By freezing it, you can kill off bacteria and bugs, but if you don't have a large chest freezer to put your bedding in, you can just make sure to dig through it to get at any unwanted pests. Now, you can also do this with your food so that, again, no bugs or bacteria is in your food. So the next substrate I have is sand. There are two different types of sand. There is good sand and bad sand. Now, good sand is reptile sand and children's play sand. When using reptile sand, um, I just love it so much because it is nice and granulated so your hamster can't breathe it in, but also it is very soft. Now, but if you want to use children's play sand, all you have to do is bake it in the oven for a few minutes to kill off any unwanted bacteria because it isn't treated like pet sand, reptile sand is. Now, bad kinds of sand are bathing dust and bathing powder. You never want to give your hamster bathing dust or powder because they can breathe it in, which is bad for them, obviously. You never want to be breathing in sand. Okay, I'm pretty sure I saved the most important thing about bedding for last. So, how much bedding should you put in your hamster enclosure? Okay, so to start this segment of my podcast episode off, I think I'm going to read to you a thing that Google wrote. So, 
I looked up on Google how many inches of bedding do hamsters need, and I'm going to read you the segment. Now, I did not read this in my What Does Google Have to Say About Hamster Care podcast episode, so I'm going to read it to you now. So, it says, it's not enough to simply cover the bottom of your cage or tank. So, this is correct. Next, they say, bedding is meant to provide comfort for your animal and should not be used sparingly. This is sort of correct. So, bedding, yes, is supposed to be for comfort, but it also is supposed to be so your hamster can do its natural behaviors. So, hamsters are naturally burrowers, which means they're going to want to burrow and If you don't give them enough bedding, they can't burrow. So you really want to use um, a ton of bedding. So as they said, don't use it sparingly, but also bedding isn't just for comfort. So let's see what they have to say next. A depth of two to three inches will allow your hamster to burrow and allow plenty of access after after your daily cleaning removal. So, this is not true. (laughs) So, maybe it would provide a teeny bit of burrowing allowance for a small, small, small um, dwarf hamster. But for a Syrian, that's nothing. Syrian hamsters can get up to six inches long, and if they want to burrow down in two inches of bedding, they can't do that. They can barely even cover themselves with all the bedding that you've provided if you provide two to three inches of bedding. After that, they do say that it'll, it allows your hamster to burrow, and as I just explained, this is not true. You can't just give your hamster two inches of bedding and expect their six inch long body to be able to burrow in that and they really need to burrow and then at the end it says after your daily cleaning removal you should never remove all of your hamster bedding at once never ever you should never do a full clean out I'm not saying that you should never clean your hamster's cage but you should never remove every every single piece of bedding from your hamster cage because this is very stressful for your hamster. I would recommend doing daily spot cleaning, which means taking out any spoiled, uh, soiled sections and then maybe once a month cleaning out any sections that have been really soiled but leaving in most of the bedding because this can be very stressful for your hamster. Now, I just found something that said, do hamsters need six inches of bedding? Now, hamsters do need at least six inches of bedding. I would actually recommend 10 inches or above for a hamster, just because they really need to burrow, but six inches is the bare minimum. So here is one that I think might have correct information. A depth of at least six inches of bedding is enough to put into the bottom of your hamster cage. Um, This is correct. I just would have worded it differently. Instead of saying is enough to put in the bottom of your hamster cage, I would have said is the bare minimum. So people know that putting two or three inches of bedding is not okay. The next segment says to allow your hamster to burrow, 
not just dig. I love how they put this in because I would have never thought to say not just dig. People think sometimes that since they put two to three inches of bedding in, but their hamster is still digging in the bedding, which means that they are burrowing. So this is not true. Hamsters will dig as much as they can, but in two to three inches of bedding, this is not possible for them to burrow. So I love that section so much, and I like how they worded it. So the next section is hamsters can get a little scared when they're inside enough shavings, but six inches will allow them to burrow and they will still have a lot of bedding above them. So I don't really get what they're trying to say here, but I'm pretty sure they're trying to say that um, hamsters can get a little skittish when they're not under the bedding enough. Um, this is true if you don't tame your hamster. I'll have a whole p episode about taming um, hamsters because I am getting a new hamster. I'm really excited and I'll do a whole video on my or uh, podcast episode on my hamster. But if you want to see videos, make sure to follow me on Pinterest at she underscore draws uppercase s uppercase d um, again, that's she draw, underscore draws. Now, what they're saying is that they might be skittish when they don't have enough bedding on top of them. This shouldn't be a problem if you tame them, which is what I just said. So I just found a section that I mostly agree on in Google. The question is, can a hamster have too much bedding? It doesn't really answer the question, but I think it gives pretty good information. So... It says it can be used for a food bowl, a hideout, a ramp, etc. So, yes, it can be used for all three of those things. Scatter feeding is a great way to feed your hamster because then they can do their natural behaviors. So, scatter feeding is just taking their daily food di uh, food mix and sprinkling it throughout the cage. You can also put oat and wheat and flax sprays in for them to pick off and forage for. So the next part is, if you make a pile of bedding and leave it in the cage, it won't use it. This I don't think is true. This is the only section I don't agree with. Um, I think that hamsters will pretty much use their bedding anywhere because they are naturally burrowers and that's where they mostly feel safe. Um, but if you place stuff on top hamsters will burrow so i think hamsters will burrow pretty much whenever they have the access to so this means they have enough bedding but yes i agree with that um you should put some stuff on top of the bedding so that your hamster is more prone to kind of go under and then if nothing works you should leave um, the bedding in the cage just so your hamster has the option to use it kind of like keeping the wheel in the cage for an elderly hamster so I agree with this you really really have to encourage your hamster to burrow um, they say to just leave it in there but I think one of the best ways to encourage your hamster to burrow is to put a tube in the bedding this is a great way to encourage your hamster to burrow. So I like to use cork logs just because they look the best. 
but using any kind of tube like a toilet paper tube or even a plastic tube that you can find at pet stores is a great way to encourage your hamster to burrow and the last section that i just read is it kind of it's kind of like keeping a wheel in your hamster uh, cage for an elderly hamster and yeah you should always keep a wheel in your cage no matter how old your hamster is just a little side note hello podcast listeners my name is l and i am the host of the podcast your hamster in this podcast we discuss everything you need to know about hamsters from cages to bedding to treats and toys taming and so so much more whether you're a first-time hamster owner a previous hamster owner a future hamster owner or a current hamster owner or you just want to keep up to date on your pet care welcome and i hope you enjoy this podcast